what's going on, everybody? This is Matt Rinke, the founder of Illumination Wealth. I'm very excited to uh, host another episode of Owner's Equity with another influential and resourceful entrepreneur in the community. Her name is Reb Risty. She is the founder of Rebel Marketing, which provides outsourced marketing services to other businesses throughout the country to help them grow, strengthen their de business development and brand. And so uh, very pleasure. I've had the opportunity to work with Reb personally and uh, glad, to, glad to have her on. So, uh, hey, Rev, how's it going? Hey, Matt, thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Besides a little construction, unplanned construction in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I think that's the environment we're in. A lot of unplanned things are just showing up and we gotta find the best way to, to, to deal and navigate through it. So, uh, yeah, uh, tell definitely us a these bit days. Before... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us... <laughs> Tell, tell me a little bit, just so we all know exactly, you know, what, how Rebel Marketing, what you do, how you help people, just so we have a little bit of context. Yeah, so Rebel Marketing, we are a B2B marketing firm, um, so we help B2B businesses, especially in the professional services area. That's our area of expertise, and we have, you know, evolved over the last few years from the fully outsourced marketing team, which we do for a few clients, but really moving into more of a niche of content, video content, and then helping um, clients currently in this environment, a lot of projects working on helping just change up messaging, branding, um, positioning to um, really help businesses better communicate in this current environment. So um, yeah. yeah, that's what we do. Understood. No, great. And what are the, the, the size companies that you got to work with? The B2B companies, are they, you know, one person shop, do they have 50 employees? Like what's your sweet spot? <laughs> yeah, you know, we have been fortunate. I love working with the solo entrepreneurs, but our sweet spot, because we try to be strategic and we bring the whole team with us, is really a larger company. You know, they probably have 50 plus employees. Um, they've got an internal marketing person that we work with, and you know, their revenue is probably like in, starting in five, 10, 20, 50 million dollars. It's where then when we come in, we can really help them specialize on that content and that video piece. Or if they need a special branding, messaging project, video uh, website update or video update. So then that's where we come in and specialize, help them strategize on those projects. Gotcha. And then do you, within the business to business community, are there certain industries that you work with that you specialize in? Or does it, you know, you can you tackle any, any type of company? You know, we've um, worked with a number of different industries. I actually have a niche in aviation, but our biggest clients and the clients that we seem to attract tend to be in accounting, finance, um, wealth management. So really more along those lines and, but all professional services. We just really work well with professional services. We understand their need a little bit. It's different than if they're selling a product, you know, or a little, um, a lower priced item when you're working with a higher level professional service like yourself, you know, um, relationships are really important for that, that client um, to build those relationships with their clients and they tell their story a little bit differently than a product company would. For sure. Now working with different clients and, you know, we had, you know, the coronavirus and COVID-19 impact a lot of companies and things are, you know, shifting a little bit. This is being recorded in uh, in later July. So, like, what have you seen or experienced, like, within your client base as it relates to their own marketing, 
and you know in their strategy right now people have been pulling back on what they used to be doing when they should be digging in or how, you know, how, <laughs> how have you seen it well i think the reaction on everybody on every front was like whoa stop let's just they just didn't know what was happening and your first reaction is to just stop everything so and marketing does tend to be one of those um departments that gets cut because it seem as if it's a nice to have, but what we see really the clients in the businesses that not necessarily have to spend more on marketing, but they stay consistent or focused at least on what we tried to tell all of our clients and prospective clients and just anybody that we knew in our network was like, just keep communicating, don't stop communicating, whether it's through social media or email or newsletters or however you were doing it, um, because you want to know and want your customers to know that you're still alive you're still there you know um functioning so that was probably the biggest thing you know even for ourselves we were like whoa what's gonna happen so we did have some clients go on pause but we had then some clients come to us and they were like okay now we're ready now we get it because they realized how important the digital space was and that you know what what they were doing previously they weren't going to be able to make work anymore so they were probably not they weren't investing as much as they wanted to or should have in marketing and now they realize that this is so important to be able to communicate in the digital space through um, video as we're doing right now however it is and so a lot of questions of okay well now we know we need to do something but what do we need to do and a lot of the clients that we've been working with um, lately over the last few months it's really been helping them clean up their messaging, making it a little bit more appropriate for the audience right now today. And you know, for the businesses that have pivoted, they're changing up their services, they're looking at different clients, they're realizing we had a very large client of ours who's heavy in hospitality restaurants, um, you know, they do accounting finance for restaurants and they lost 30% of their customers, right? in March, you know, like boom, like that. So it was a hard hit for them, but they realized that, okay, we have to look at other industries. We have to look at other markets, retail, you know, um, hotel. So it really opened them up. They did take a minute to pause, but once they had their break and things started kind of flowing back, they're able now to say, okay, what do we need to do? How do we rework our strategy? So we've been working on that with them actually the last 60 days, working on, um, reworking their messaging, figuring out what other industries they should focus on. And um, it's been good. It's been really good for them. And we're having fun, actually. I can say that we're having fun. <laughs> That's awesome. And so is there any, you know, considering the environment that we're in, and this is business to business that you're working with, any generic, you know, tips that people should be thinking about when trying to hone their message right now? Uh, what should I be thinking about? What should we be thinking about when it comes to our messaging? And what do we need to be thinking about to deliver that clearly at this current time? Yeah, you know, I think for messaging, it's it's um, try not to be clever and cute. It's more about being clear and concise. And what we find, you know, when we do go in with a client, we're looking at, they've got a lot of great content on their website or their materials or their social, but it's inconsistent and it's not clear. And so I think it's going back and saying, what is it we're really trying to tell our customer? First, what is it that you do? 
how do you make their life better? And then what does their life look like after they engage you for your service? And that kind of leads into the clients that we did have that really picked up during all of this. They saw this as their time to really um, push their message and be helpful. We were really able to position them as this resource. And they were like, okay, we're just going to give and give and give everything we've got. And so our content quadrupled overnight. And so we were like pulling our hair out and trying to get it all out. But it really helped us. And they were able to help a lot of, a lot of businesses out there. They were also uh, one of the large outsourced accounting and finance firms here in San Diego. And they helped a lot of businesses get PPP loans. Um, figure out their HR guidelines, employees hiring, firing, you know, all, all of the benefits and all that. So those are things that are really important right now for small businesses, well, any business. Yeah. And then from there, what we've been able to do because their clients are very happy is we've been taking that and turning those into video testimonials and creating content. And here's the awesome thing about the video testimonials is I know a lot of um, businesses are afraid to ask their clients for that, but the clients, believe it or not, have been very responsive. Like four out of five clients have said yes. And we've been doing it very simple. Let them get on Zoom on their own time. We just ask them, keep it within a minute. You know, what did the company do or what was your problem? How did the company solve it? And, you know, what were the results? And it's been great. And, you know, the clients really feel appreciated, too, when you ask them for something like that. And, and that's an easy thing that everybody can do. You can easily go to your clients, ask them if they're willing to do a Zoom video, and with a little editing on the back end, you can really make some good pieces of content. Yeah, I love that. I wish in our industry we're not allowed to use client testimonials yeah. which is ridiculous but i love i mean i love them i you know it's one of the things that i look at on you know it's like a review on amazon or we're you know we're looking at a website you're kind of seeing somebody else's experience and so we don't have the ability to do that and i wish we could but we still ask our clients about their experience because then it, i get to hear from them how they say their experience working with us is which then can help us even craft our message or craft our content or craft how we talk to potential, you know, prospects or leads by using real language that our clients are using and what stand, stood out to them in their, you know, decision to work with us. So um, yeah. I can see how that all can tie back to helping businesses grow. So super cool. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's yeah, and that's great. a great point. It, even if you're not asking for a testimonial, it's just getting that client feedback and then putting that into your messaging. And really yeah. using your client's own words to speak to, speak to them. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's sweet. And so how do you, with the, some of the clients that you've been working with to, you know, enhance their digital strategy or their video strategy, how are you helping, how do somebody understand like the return on their investment? Like what, what should they be tracking to know this is making a difference for us? Yeah. Well, you know, there's different levels and I, it all starts with what really, what are your objectives? You know, if you're really trying to drive heavily leads and sales, then your marketing strategy has to fo focus on that. So you probably are going to be doing some paid campaigns, which you can measure if you're doing Google AdWords or LinkedIn, you know, very popular right now, everyone's getting your LinkedIn kind of canned messages, but you can look at your analytics. You can test messages all of that so um, that's a great way to look at ROI I the marketing you know we really look at 
key performance indicators more than what we call ROI. I feel like ROI is like a sales uh, metrics and key performance indicators are really a marketing metric. So conversion yeah, right. rates, um, you don't really look at visiting visitors on your website anymore. So you really want to look at very important on your homepage, your call to actions. Do you have downloads? Do you have a sales funnel process? So those are the things that we're trying to help clients do right now is really, okay, what's your message? Then how do you make your homepage work harder for you? And what I mean by that is having a clear message on your homepage, having all the content that's relevant to your customer right there so they never have to go any further if they don't want to, and then good, clear call to actions that are gonna help drive them into your sales funnel, whether it's a download, um, make an appointment, purchase now, but really driving them into that um, funnel for your sales team. And then you have to monitor it and be working with your sales team to make sure that you're tracking that. And we, I would say that's probably where the breakdown is usually when we talk with a new client is the marketing and the sales are not working together. They have some, uh, some similar goals, but they're not really, you know, connecting. So maybe the marketing sending them tons of leads, but the sales team isn't tracking or the sales team's not giving them feedback to say, Hey, these, these leads aren't the right ones. We need to adjust. So, um, you know, it, it, again, it just depends on your objectives for the company. And then in this case, some businesses are really looking to build, I think right now, with everything going on in the world, it's not so much sales driven, but brand driven, um, resource driven. You can, how do you position yourself as a thought leader? You know, Matt, like what you're doing right now with your interviews, they're awesome. You know, that's why I reached out to you because I love what you're doing. And I think it's so important to also know that marketing is a brand builder and this is a little bit harder right to uh, measure but doing a video you can obviously see how many people view it share it so you know that your content is meaningful and people find it useful so um yeah my my goal is the same with rebel is we really just want to position ourselves as thought leaders and and bring a lot of value right now so um it's a different different you know, levels, but I agree. You need to know what your KPIs are. And if you're working with the sales team, you need to be um, working together so that everybody mm -hmm. understands and can drive for that same goal. That makes sense. And, and now in the B2B world, like in terms of creating content, whether it's, you know, hosting interviews or you know, writing blog posts, and I know you're kind of really keyed in on video. If somebody had to say like, these are the, in today's world, for a B2B company, these are the top two, you know, content-related activities that they should be doing. You know, what would you say that they are? I know you might be the goals of the company, but, like, what, what, what train should people be getting on uh, related to content creation? Um, well, you know I'm going to say a video. I think video is just the most powerful tool right now. Um, you know, blogs and articles are great. I think if you're writing for third party and you can get those links back to your website and you're building SEO that way, that's great. But really, you know, people aren't reading and opening and going to blogs like as resources like they used to. So I think video content, um, as you know, doing interviews is great to build your presence. And I'm sure you've gotten some business out of it. In fact, we are doing a new series of videos for our um, one of our larger clients. Um, it's a weekly two-minute segment, and they've already gotten uh, requests for proposals. 
And it wasn't just the video loan, but it's a whole integrated program. So, um, you know, they had been taking them to lunch. They had done emails. They had done, went to a webinar. And then that video just happened to be the last piece that reminded that client, hey, okay, yeah, we want a proposal now. So, you know, it's all about integrating everything you're doing. But content really is, um, it's so king. You know, it's emperor. We think it's really valuable, and you need to be producing content right now. And then when you talk about that, is this uh, the videos being utilized through like some email marketing as well? Like the videos are going up by email, or are they being, you know, on Instagram, or are they being used on LinkedIn? Where, where the, what are the channels by which this video is being put out there? We put it everywhere. Um, you know, we kind of focus for video on YouTube first. So YouTube is its own search engine right there. And it's almost another website. So we're optimizing videos on YouTube first. And then we're linking from there and sharing on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, um, which is IGTV. Uh, so we're learning and we're, it's been fun. And in fact, the client that I was talking about who had two requests for proposals, he posted, um, his two minute segment on his personal profile on LinkedIn. He got, he has over 1400 views now and two proposals out of it. Nice. So it can be very powerful and we say share it everywhere. Um, and don't be scared. Just do it. Just do it. Right. <laughs> I think one of the things that I've always kind of held back from, I mean, on the personal side, I'm not a heavy like Facebook user, but I've never really crossed the line of like business on Facebook, right? I've, it's always been like LinkedIn or having a company Instagram, you know, page where it's gone. But, you know, some of the biggest brands, it's the people, you know, the biggest companies have a person that's the, 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 the part of the brand. And, you know, like whether it's like Gary V or there's just other people out there that have like, they built their businesses, but have their own personal brand and, you know, getting comfortable with, sharing things personally can probably help the business that I think a lot of people might get scared. Oh, I don't want my friends to see this or you know, <laughs> overcoming that fear. Yeah, it, it's hard. You, I, I'm with you, Matt. I, I have a limit as well of how personal I'll get. Um, yeah, Gary V, you know, I'm surprised he didn't take his camera into the bathroom, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, it, it still has to be your comfort level and what you feel. Yeah good at and you know um it's not always the ceo or the owner although i think that's probably the best person to get out there but if you do can find a champion or a couple of champions within your company and they're willing to share and folks you know um tag team too it's great to like you you and another executive on the on the team are willing to get on camera and have the conversation i think the most important thing is people want to see other people um, you yep. know, there's a study on babies. They love, you know, that's why baby shows are all about other babies, because babies love to watch babies. Well, we're adult babies, and we love to watch other adults, right? So I think seeing a face, hearing a voice, um, just makes a different connection than um, having just graphics or a generic, you know, logo. You want to see who are the people behind that, that brand. For sure. And how do you companies strike a balance between something super professionally done and edited and looking, you know, super crisp versus, you know, picking up the phone and doing a selfie video. <laughs> How do you balance those two, the authentic versus the polished? Uh, is it just better to just start where you are or 
like, what do you think? Well, I think it's gotten harder to do the hold your camera up and 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 not edit. People just have a higher yeah. standard now because the cameras are so good and the editing software is so inexpensive. And you know, you can teach yourself like in a day how to do things. Um, yeah. Not that I do my own editing, but I know that people still like that authentic um, piece. And the most important thing I believe is just to start getting your video content out there. Um, just like anything else, it's riding a bike. You've got to learn. you got to take your first few falls. you got to figure it out. So I don't think investing a ton in studio and high-end cameras and a whole team makes sense until you're ready. So, um, you know, and for what we do for our clients, we go in, we're writing them the scripts, we're prepping them. We even have coaches that come in and coach them if they're not comfortable. Um, lighting, makeup, we can do the whole thing, but it's, I, in my experience, and I've learned on ourselves and with clients, it's kind of better to do some of the more homegrown, generic, hold your phone, because you've got to kind of just learn how to talk, how to hold yourself, what to talk about, um, you know, test it out. And But I do think at the end of the day, um, you know, it depends on your audience and your style and your company. There has to be some level of professionalism, even if it's just a little bit of the front end and the back end editing. Um, it just helps show that you put a little extra effort in and that you have that level of professionalism. So I do recommend if you don't know how to edit, you can always find a good editor online um, or, or call my team. We, we can do it too. Absolutely. So. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. A lot can go into it and get it overwhelming thinking about what I need to do to make a a video sound good look good um but at the same time there's so much power just in what we might have on our computers but like you know taking that step and yeah that that uh, makes a lot of sense that makes a lot yeah. of sense yeah people want people expect more now because of how easy it is to create that having it professional is not a huge burden as it maybe once was yeah it, it, and you know i think now we are getting used to kind of being at home. I think Zoom videos uh, are perfectly fine. You know, people are happy with that. The quality's gotten better. So my my advice, first step is just get started and do it. Don't worry too much about the, you know, the production, um, but get better, learn as you go, and then work your way up to the, the full production. It does, uh, there's value in it. Absolutely. So, what if if we were to turn back the clocks and you know in 2019 i told you you know this whole coronavirus pandemic were to start like what would you what would you have done differently within your business you know to prepare yourself for what we just experienced if any oh my gosh that's a great question um gosh you kind of stumped me what would i have done differently you know i think i may have worked a little bit harder on my own um, sales funnel. I'm just working on, it's been funny since all this has happened, I've been doing more video on my own content, obviously because I have more time, um, but I would have probably better, gosh, you know, <laughs> I'm really sure. I probably would have better um, been working on my business development and, and trying to get that funnel going. Uh, but uh, all in all, you know, things are good. Uh, we have made changes just like everybody else, um, kind of moving from our retainer model to more project based. 
but it's been great. We've been learning a lot and we're really able to help um, some businesses that normally probably wouldn't fit, fit our model. So, um, you know, it's been good. It's been good. Awesome. Awesome. No, thank you so much for sharing. I mean, so many great, great insights. So as you mentioned, like people could look up, reach out to you if they need help with their video strategy and marketing strategy and a whole integrated approach, which I think is great because it's not just the one video. It's like, how does this tie back to other content or other things that you are also reaching your you know, client or, you know, uh, potential clients uh, about. So how do yeah. people find you? Well, they're always to able, they can give me a call at 858-848-7325, or you can email me at reb, and it's R-E-B, at rebel, R-E-B-L, marketing.com. And you're welcome to check out our website. I'm very proud of our new homepage. We put a lot of work into it, um, following our own advice, finally, to our clients. But um, yeah, please reach out. You know, one of the things I do love is just talking to other business owners and just hearing what they're going through. And if there's any little bit of advice or experience that we can share to help them, that's, that's really makes me, drives me to continue moving forward in all of this. Awesome. Thank you. It was awesome speaking to you. Awesome seeing you. I appreciate all the help that you've uh, done for me. And uh, yeah, best of luck and let's keep the conversation going. Thanks, Matt. And congratulations to you. I love what you're doing with the videos and everything too. So keep it up. Thank you. It's <laughs> fun. I love it. Thank you.